from the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Bears given a gift of that field position when Texas failed to convert on the fake punt. Here's a little toss to Abram uh -oh. Smith. Spins out of a tackle. He's uh -oh. to the 25, to He's the gone. 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Abram Smith into the end zone. Did he get in? Yes! Touchdown, Abram Smith. Touchdown, Bears. Abram Smith punches it in for Baylor. <laughs> I love it. Bears go up 30 to 21 on Texas. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Here's the ball game right here, fourth down and 10 from their own 32. Snap back to Thompson. Thompson rolling right, passing up field, it's batted away. Kalen Barnes bats it incomplete. The pass intended for Cade Brewer. Incomplete, the Bears will take over on downs with a minute 40 to play. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Tight victory formation, Bohannon will take the snap, take the knee. And the final 18 seconds will click off the clock here at McLean Stadium. How sweet it is. Dave Aranda and the Bears are 7-1 on the season. They are 4-1 in Big 12 Conference play. The Bears come from behind to win over the Texas Longhorns today here at McLean Stadium. Final score, Baylor 31, Texas 24. Now. Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Baylor's win over UT on Saturday. Big, big win for the Bears over Texas. And as we said in that closing uh, cut there, 7-1 on the season, 4-1 in Big 12 play. Very much in the hunt for a Big 12 championship this year. To have four games remaining for the Bears in the regular season. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on this Monday, as we uh, normally like to do on Mondays. Let you listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference coming up in just a bit. And Aaron, as you might imagine, there was a lot of talk today about uh, certainly the win over Texas, but uh, quickly turning the page to TCU with the news out of Fort Worth yesterday that Gary Patterson and TCU have parted ways after 22 seasons. So a lot of questions about that. In fact, the press conference started with that today. So we'll let everybody uh, listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference coming up in just a bit. Back, uh, Aaron, uh, what were your thoughts when you heard that yesterday, when you got, uh, uh, got the news or saw the news that uh, Gary Patterson was stepping down as head coach at TCU, not at the end of the season, but immediately? Yeah, that was the thing that really surprised me was that it happened in the middle of the season. I th I had thought that with the way things are going, especially with that, that's a that was a really bad loss to Kansas State. Um, and then they will be um, 
underdogs in three of their last four games, probably pretty heavy underdogs in every game except for Kansas. Um, and if it finished, if the season finishes out like it's probably expected to, if that makes sense, then right. I would have expected it at the end of the year. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was surprised that it happened in the middle of the year. And you know my co- feelings on Coach Patterson. I'm not a big fan. But as far as football, Coach, uh, you know, he's he's one of the great ones. I mean, he's – I think I think he will go into the College Football Hall of Fame. And he he made that TCU program relevant. The right. success they had under him basically got them into the Big 12. And he won some huge games. And he basically, you know uh, – innovated a style of defense that uh, is widely used now that was one of the first to be effective against all the spread offenses. I mean, he's he's accomplished so much in his career. Yeah, really an outstanding career at TCU. And, uh, and you're right, TCU wouldn't be in the Big 12 Conference right now were it not for the success of TCU football under Gary Patterson. Um, but a tough closing stretch. They've got Baylor this week in Fort Worth at Oklahoma State next week, then Kansas at home, then they close at Iowa State. So uh, tough closing stretch. Jerry Kill is the interim head coach at TCU. Uh, he's a former head coach at Minnesota. And Jerry Hill reminds me, not Jerry Kill, but Jerry Hill reminds me that uh, Jerry Kill was the head coach at Southern Illinois when Baylor played Southern Illinois. It was the last game of the 2001 season. Kind of a weird twist of fate there. That was uh, 2001 was uh, when 9-11 happened, the attacks of 9-11. Games on that weekend were postponed. Baylor was supposed to play Minnesota that weekend. Uh, That game was postponed, couldn't be rescheduled. And so Baylor added a game against Southern Illinois at the end of the season. And lo and behold, Jerry Kill was the head coach at Southern Illinois at that time. And now he'll be on the opposite sideline as uh, the TCU Horned Frogs take on Baylor this Saturday. Yeah, it's uh, boy. I rem- <laughs> remembering that game re- brings up, even though they won the game barely, um, it just brings up a really, really, pr- probably one of the lowest points in, in Baylor football history. I mean, at that time under Coach Steele, it was, it was not a lot of fun week in and week out, uh, except for an occasional game like this, like that game against the Salukis. It was right. not, you know. I mean, it was just blowout loss after blowout loss, and you just went in expecting to lose very badly, and it did. It, it happened. Yeah. So this week it's Baylor and TCU, 2.30 Saturday from uh, from Fort Worth. We look forward to that. Uh, Tom and the uh, Game Day Live crew are going to make the trip to Fort Worth. Doug Furch tells us that they're going to have a uh, uh, an alumni tent up there on Saturday. So make plans to be there and be there early for that. You can call 254-710-8350 to register. 254-710-8350. That'll register you for the alumni tent uh, pregame Saturday in Fort Worth. It's only $10 per person. So a great way to meet up with Baylor folks there prior to the game, Baylor and TCU. All right, one other thing to mention off the top here, and we'll uh, we'll listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference a little bit later. Uh, Baylor soccer open play in the Big 12 championships Last night down in Round Rock, Baylor, the number three seed, played West Virginia, the number six seed, and lo and behold, West Virginia wins the match 1-0 over Baylor. So Baylor eliminated from the Big 12 tournament, and not that that's a, a bad loss, really. I mean, West Virginia, a really good team that 
was picked to win the Big 12 uh, at the start of the season, but they haven't had a season up to their standards. So that's just another hit to Baylor's RPI. And now all Baylor can do is sit and wait until the NCAA uh, tournament bids are announced. We'll, uh, we'll have uh, Paul Johnson on with us tomorrow and just get his thoughts there. Finger on the pulse of if this Baylor team now can make the NCAA tournament. But uh, just didn't help to lose 1-0 to West Virginia last night. They're out of the tournament. That tournament continues on Thursday in Round Rock. All right, let's take a break. Uh, back with more in just a moment. John Morris from the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. We're glad you're with us. Take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight with low temperatures falling to 54 degrees. It'll be mostly cloudy tomorrow. We could see some patchy drizzle, especially in the morning, 72 the high. And on Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a 70% chance of rain and a high of only 59. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from volleyball coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, this week only from 6 to 7 p.m. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Tom and Ward, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. 
Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Cowboys behind Cooper Rush got the win over the Vikings 20-16. Rush was 24-40 with two touchdowns and one interception. Titans running back Derrick Henry suffered a potential season-ending foot injury during Sunday's 34-31 win over the Colts. Tonight on Monday Night Football, New York Giants at Kansas City Chiefs kick off at 7:15 on ESPN. After 20 seasons, Gary Patterson is out at TCU as their head coach. He was asked to finish out the season, but Patterson declined. Assistant Jerry Kill will be the interim coach for the Frogs, who are 3-5 and five overall and 1-4 and four in the Big 12. Bader will be in Fort Worth this Saturday to face the Frogs, 2.30 kickoff. Astros get a game back on the Braves, 9-5 last night. A travel day today as the World Series returns to Houston tomorrow night with the Braves up 3-2. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris Show, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Alan Samuels, DCJ.com is the website. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, pleased you're with us on this Monday afternoon. Next segment, we'll listen in to the uh, Dave Aranda press conference from today. Aaron, I thought last night was really interesting uh, sports-wise. Tell me, tell me about your, yourself. Uh, we were at home last night. We were uh, taking care of the trick-or-treaters until we ran out of candy. And when we ran out of candy, we just kind of hunkered down and went into a bunker, turned our lights off, and uh, pulled the shades. And I, I guess it works. Nobody, no, it worked. Nobody knocked on the door or rang the doorbell after that. So we were out of candy anyway, but uh, uh, took care of the little trick-or-treaters uh, as they came by, including the Newmans. Uh, Josh and Brittany Newman and their kids came by, which was fun. But after that, uh, my wife, you know, is from Houston, interested in the World Series. So we had the Astros and the Braves going on on Fox, and the Astros had to win, and they did, 9-5. to five. So uh, the series is still alive, coming back to Houston, Game 6 coming up tomorrow night. So we were watching that, and then the Cowboys were on against the Vikings and actually did – much better than I anticipated with uh, Cooper Rush at quarterback. Actually won the game over the Vikings uh, last night. So we were sort of flipping back and forth between those two. And then about 8.30 last night, Baylor Soccer opened uh, a little bit late, but opened their match against West Virginia. And that was on Big 12 now, so I, I got that on my phone. So I was kind of, uh, you know, switching between Cowboys and uh, Astros on the TV and then the phone had the uh, soccer match on there. And it was a pretty interesting uh, Sunday evening with all three of those t uh, sporting events going on that I was interested in all three of them. Yeah. Um, 
I was not going to watch the Cowboys. I had so little faith in Cooper Rush. I just thought it was going to be ugly. And I really did. I thought that he would play bad and it would be a blowout. Um, But I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it and give it a chance. And uh, since I watch most of my, uh, well, not most, if I'm at home, I'm watching it through an app on the Fire Stick. So I can't really flip Uh back and forth. It takes, you know, a good 30 seconds to go from one app to another. Um, I just stayed on the Cowboys game and would kind of check the score on my phone on the Astros and, and on the, uh, uh, on, and on Baylor soccer. Um, gotcha. But I watched the Cowboys game and just kind of, uh, just kind of kept updated on the other scores. Yeah. I, I thought it was really interesting with all three of those going on uh, basically at the same time and, and I wanted to uh, keep, you know, keep up with all of them. So it was fun switching back and forth between the three. Good for the Astros to stay alive. They'll play game six in Houston coming up tomorrow night. Hoping to push it to a game seven on Wednesday to uh, decide the World Series. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, let you listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference from today. The Bears up to number 14 in the nation in the AP poll this week. They are 7-1 and one overall. They are 4-1 and one in Big 12 conference play. Tied with Oklahoma State for second place in the league standings behind league-leading Oklahoma. And the Bears host Oklahoma next Saturday, the 13th. By the way, that will be a six-day advance notice on the game time for that but they have narrowed it down to uh, one of two windows, uh, if this helps at all. It'll either be 11 a.m. on Saturday, November 13th, or 7 p.m. on November 13th on Fox. It'll be on Fox for sure, Um, uh, but uh, all they say right now is, or all they've decided right now is either 11 a.m. or 7 p.m. So we know that much about the Baylor OU game, but right now all attention focused on TCU. Their interim head coach, Jerry Kill, and Baylor and TCU in Fort Worth, 117th meeting all-time between these two this Saturday. Let you listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. The Bears making the trip to Fort Worth this Saturday for the rivalry matchup with the TCU Horned Frogs. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Bears, Frogs, this Saturday from Fort Worth. And you can hear John, JJ, and Ricky call all the action right here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. 
Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Hey, Waco. Need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world-famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just wanted a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Cowboys behind Cooper Rush got the win over the Vikings 20-16. Rush was 24-40 of with two touchdowns and one interception. Titans running back Derrick Henry suffered a potential season-ending foot injury during Sunday's 34-31 win over the Colts. Tonight on Monday Night Football, New York Giants at Kansas City Chiefs kick off at 7:15 on ESPN. After 20 seasons, Gary Patterson is out at TCU as their head coach. He was asked to finish out the season, but Patterson declined. Assistant Jerry Kill will be the interim coach for the Frogs, who are 3-5 overall and 1-4 in the Big 12. Bader will be in Fort Worth this Saturday to face the Frogs. 2.30 kickoff. Astros get a game back on the Braves 9-5 last night. A travel day today as the World Series returns to Houston tomorrow night with the Braves up 3-2. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. There's a fake punt. Watch out for Dicker. Oh, he's not going to get close. It was fourth down and 11, and he tries the fake punt. I think R.J. Sneed is in on that tackle on special teams. He partially blocked one earlier. Now he covers it up as Texas tries the fake punt. Baylor will take over at their own 47-yard line, leading 24-21. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Baylor's win over the Longhorns Saturday, 31-24. Now moving on to play TCU in Fort Worth this Saturday. Here is the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. It's good today. to see you guys. Um, you've been able to look at the tape from Saturday, a lot of good. Uh, there, there's a fair amount of correction, though. I think I, I can look at perimeter blocking and execution on offense and um, – on defense, doing your 111th, not going outside of uh, a job assignment. Probably too many busts on that on that side of the ball. I think special teams really working hard to get um, um, big plays in the return game. I think that is something that uh, can be and should be a um, a big part of our game. But you know, really outside of those things, just so many positives. Really proud of the team, proud of the coaches. You know, I think. 
coming off the bye, working to get into a rhythm of practice where guys are really intentional about bringing their best day in and day out. And I think, you know, we always look for um, really exceptional things, and it's really doing the unexceptional in an exceptional way, you know, every day, day by day. And uh, to get back in the groove of that, I think, was really what led to uh, to Saturday. And so, you know, uh, got another great opponent coming up. You know, heard the news like you guys did yesterday with uh, with Coach Patterson, and my heart breaks for him. You know, I, I can remember coming up as a young coach and uh, finding kind of bootleg videos of Coach Patterson putting in a defense. And, um, you know, there's like a five-tape series somehow that was filmed, and I've got two tapes, and I'm trying to find, like, where the other tapes are at. And, you know, um, I had like, my um, Hotmail account and trying to find people that have this and have that and, what is this coverage that he's talking about? And, um, you know, I can remember when after the Rose Bowl game when Coach Glasgow was talking about the defense and it's, there's like a, it's like a Nike, it's like something you have to pay money to get into. And so I didn't have any money to find asking my mom for money so that I can pay, so I can listen to Coach talk about their defense. And so it's just, uh, you know, a lot of memories of learning ball and learning teaching methods and, you know what to do and what not to do, and and, um, and so it's it's a sad day. I think as a coach, you know you don't ever want to see it. You know it's part of it. Um, I think it always reminds you of when you're grown people and you're really kind of pouring into to um, the um, you know becoming a better version of yourself, and then you have to measure that versus you know being a performer. You know I think the reality sets in. It's difficult to accept still. Uh, with that, take any questions you guys got. I think they, I think they'll be very motivated. I think there's a rivalry to start. I think, um, you know, they're, um, you know, I think they will. Their pieces are there. The talent is there. In watching the tape, it's been a little off here, a little off there. You should be talking about doing one eleventh. You know, there's. There's eight eight guys, nine guys doing this, and then the two guys are not, and whatever it is, and then they get hit. There's things like that that show on tape, and um, you know it's not a um, it is not something that is um, hard to diagnose. I think they're really close, and so I think um, for them to have a spark, for them to rally, which I would anticipate they're going to do, uh, makes it that tougher of a game. When you're that first team play an interim coach and you don't have any tape with him being the head coach is there any sort of wild card factor to that or do teams usually look kind of similar because it's such a quick change it's a good question I think you know um it'll be a different a different play caller though he's called it before I think there's going to be a fair amount of similar um similar things on that side of it you know I think offensively I think there there is a um, pretty strong history of an attack there a lot of deep roots, and so we're going to go off of that. But I think anytime there is that change, you want to leave open the ability to adjust, and so to give yourself uh, a way out or a curveball or a change up to uh, kind of what their their main their main stuff is. Dave, uh, the other day, a lot of your pass breakups seemed like they were a game of inches, mm-hmm. the ball in the air, and guy you know makes a mm-hmm. play at the last minute. Mm-hmm. How much of that is? technique that you guys have coached to work on in practice and how much of that is just athletes being athletes and making plays? I think a lot of it is is athletes. Um, I think we've got guys that have got great 
uh, instinct and um, great ball skills. You know, I think our the last two years, just speaking for me, but you go back previous to that in terms of um, you know interceptions and um, deflections and bad balls and all that. I think are way strong. You know, whether you're talking the line scrimmage or you're talking in the back end like this right here, but you know there is a knack for playing the ball uh, here at Baylor, and so we're we're fortunate. Um, I'm fortunate to be a part of it. And you know, I think defensively we do make a point of it and we coach it, but I think it's a lot of it's there. And so you know, coupled on top of um, or added to would be the, the the zone coverages that we play. So very very predominantly zone. And a lot of vision and stressed, and that's really kind of where we're coming from to start with. And I think you go back to last year, probably a little bit more bracket, maybe a little bit more tighter coverage at times. This this year, much more zone, and so it it aids in uh, making pl- making plays on the ball down the field. Dave, uh, two early interceptions for Gary on Saturday. Did the Texas defense throw you something different early? There was um, uh, on our slot sets. There was a pause coverage to. The twin side, so slot would be like a nub, so it would be like one tight end or a wing tight end with another tight end over there, like a wing, and then all the receivers on the other side, so tight ends on this side, receivers on that side. So two of those receivers' side, the corner and the safety, both key the number two receiver over there. If he ran an out, the corner hardened his feet, and the safety went over the top of one. That's not something they'd really shown. That was a um, opponent scout. That was a bye week. That was that. And so I think there was a few uh, plays. They were kind of bang, bang plays. And um, I think that that um, that probably got into um, got into um, um, Gary's thought process. And I think the other piece, too, would be um, some of the drop eight that we were seeing with, you know, we run like a three-go where number one receivers, if they win routes, they're taking the top off. If guys are on top, they, they, they kind of sit down. And then your RJ, you know, in the slot has a middle read. If there's a post safety, we'll take it under. If the the middle field's open, he'll he'll work towards the middle of the field. And um, they were getting a lot of depth with their drop eight and getting underneath. And so really, the 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 way that they were taking away windows, which has been a big facet of our throwing game, I think um, got in his thought process too. Really, really, um, you know, I think um, very um, good to see. Gary, Sean, Jeff, all take that in stride, all say, hey, this is what happened. This is why it happened. Here's what we can do better, um, you know, technique-wise. Here's what we can do better play call-wise, formation-wise. It was just the facts, man, you know. And so I think from that, from that, with that approach, we're able to get by all the emotion and the feeling this and feeling that to get to the, the antidote and, it was good that we did it. The announcers on Saturday described your team as humble with an edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on that phrase? Do you like it? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I think it's been um, – we've got – I think it has been a work in progress. I think for for our players to let their play do the talking, for, um, for our players to um, um, to work as a team – and to, um, you know, if things aren't coming to me or if things aren't working my way, right, here's how I can help it, my teammates, and here's how I can be an asset to this team victory. Um, 
you know, those are all things that I think have been kind of a work in progress. And I think we're still working towards that. I think one of the one of the things that gets in the way of that or one of the things that forces us to get in our own way is being on the road in a hostile environment. And so, you know, I think that's the next step for us for sure. Um, last time out did not play up the standard. And so I think um, for this team to continue to grow and to be on that type of approach, you know, daily, I think is what's been the difference. Is there anything you learned from the OSU game and that atmosphere that now knowing you're going into probably another hostile situation that you're focusing on this week? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's individual guys. I think, you know, pros, you know um, I think focusing on um, a daily process so that the, we get the best out of, for example, today, Tell the Truth Monday. Let's make this be the best Tell the Truth Monday we can. And then once we get into, you know, uh, Competition Tuesday and Turnover Wednesday and all of it, you know, the, the uh, addition of sound, probably louder and more focused on the offense would be one. But I think, you know, it's deeper than that, though. I think it's more our individual players, guys that can be affected. You know, pressure creates abnormal behavior. And so guys that have been to a spot, knows, know, you, know, you know what it feels like. Um, maybe you know how you get there, right? The awareness of being there and, you know, something just uh, the ability to kind of snap out of it and get back out of it. And then, you know, teammates, they can see guys that can, you know, we're losing them for a second. Let's bring them back. Let's get them back. And I think, you know, um, when there's pressure and stuff, you tighten up maybe. Some guys do. Maybe with pressure, certain guys try to make every play. Maybe with pressure, guys uh, start try focusing on stuff that they can't control, you know, outside of maybe just their lane. They're focused on, you know, lanes that are on the outside of it all. And so each guy's different. And so they've been through that space, and they know, you know, kind of where they fit in that. So I think the awareness is way strong. And I think for us as coaches, uh, finally, the ability to really keep it simple and to do simple better um, allows guys to focus on that inside battle as well as the outside one. Dave, uh, kind of on that note, being in the DFW area, what kind of opportunity is this for Baylor fans to show up and support you guys in an away environment? It'd be great. I think, you know, we've, um, you know, I, I know what that feels like, you know, from just past, past history when you, when, you know, when you get to, when you get to where you want to be and it takes a lot of work to do it. And I think, you know, um, being on teams in the past that, um, you know, um, was fortunate to be there and to um, to enjoy the heavy lifting of those that have come before. And so when you're on certain teams like that and you're on the road, man, you travel, you know, and and you've got your contingent and they're loud and they back you up and, you know, you feel like uh, you feel like you've got reinforcements. And so I think any time that you can build or work towards that ideal, you know, be good for us. In your first season here last year, mm -hmm. did you grasp pretty quickly how intense this rivalry is. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think from, you know, I look, I look at last year really uh, going into the game and then right after the game, the TCU coaches struck me as just football junkies, football guys. And they're very smart in their attack. Um, you know, they get it. They had us figured out. Um, they, um, they were a step ahead They uh, of me, you know. They had... They, I thought they had a really good plan, and you could tell this. You could, you could feel it on the field, but you could see it on the tape of stuff was worked out. It was thought through, and so I was very impressed by them. And then, you know, player-wise, you could feel that energy too. Um, and so, you know, to go to their place um, with, you know, the, you know, what's just transpired and just the whole environment there, I know will be, um, 
will be different. Especially in this landscape where it seems like you have to face a quote-unquote dual-threat quarterback every week, what still allows Max Duggan to be unique and stand out in the way that he is able to run? Yeah, he has um, a sense. He's a football player. And so, you know, he's hooked up right in terms of reading coverages, in terms of uh, feeling pressure in the pocket, in terms of his instinct to move around in the pocket and then either take the grass or um, work the scramble drill. He's pretty good at it, you know. And I think, you know, there is a grittiness and uh, a toughness that I know bleeds into their team that I think is the main piece that you see. And so very impressed by him. Dave, uh, with a lot of high-caliber recruits in Waco on Saturday, the atmosphere and then obviously the game went well for you guys. What did that show those high schoolers who were in attendance? Yeah, it was really good to have them. You know, um, I was able to, at the end, you know, spend some time with some folks and parents and that. And so, um, you know, they had, they they had mentioned just their how they were, uh, you know, accepted here, how they were seen here and valued here. And I think, you know, that's the the, the goal and the ideal coming in is that, you know, the, to see the person and to, um, you know, outside of coaches and players and all that. Right, it's people, you know, and knowing kind of their story, and um, um, and really spending time with the the um, the recruit and their families, I think that's something that you feel. And I think you know, especially nowadays, we're just talking just recruiting in general, just with just all of the um, whether it's NIL or just you know social media and all of it, I think all, all that all has its place. But I think. Um, connection being seen being heard being valued right and and then just family i think that's that's stronger and i feel like you know baylor football and baylor athletics and um, baylor university put that on display dave as good as Jalen was last year petrie is he playing at a different level maybe this year he he has um i think he has a more collected um um sense about him I think um, I think he's able to pace himself throughout the week more I think he has a, a good feel for the rhythm of what we're asking for you know I think um, Jalen Jalen has a fire burning inside of him and so I think you know with guys like that you know it's the ability to kind of control that and you know I think he's doing that now and so when it is um, you know, be here now mindset and practice is, is coming up. He's able to, um, you know, ignite. And I think the same for games and the same for big-time moments. I think the other piece of growth for him has been leadership. I think it's been some, you know, so he he came from scrapping, fighting, right? Hey, see me. I'm here. Don't forget about me. You know, look at me. And so having, I know what that is like. And so to fight that way and to grind like that and then, um, you know, almost immediately, you know, be be looked at as a leader and be looked at as, uh, hey, I, you know, coming for me, you know, hey, let's help with the, the leadership of this team. Um, I think it's it speaks very highly of him to take on that, um, uh, take on that description and own it and grow into it. And so proud, proud of uh, of Jalen. I think you know, on the field, off the field, we're blessed to have him. Great.
think uh, Joey McGuire's name keeps coming up with these coaching vacancies. Mm -hmm. How do you keep that from becoming a distraction? And what do you think he could bring to a team with his chance uh, to finally arrives? Yeah, I'm really impressed with Joey, and have been since I've um, you know since I've known him. I, I first met Joey. I think I was at Dallas Cowboys visiting um, Rod Marinelli, and Rod was the DC at the Cowboys at the time. Was a Cal Lutheran graduate where I went to school, and um, as a Cal, or I was at uh, LSU at the time, so I was stopping by for a morning, and um, you know Joey was there, and so I was able to kind of see him in you know throughout hallways and stuff there, and I think we ate lunch together, um, and just was way impressed with him, and you know I thought for a, a minute like he worked there because he was to the way he's talking to everybody there, and so uh, I mean you could see all that right away, and so just being here with him and just his ability to help uh, with our team and with recruiting and with the high school coaches in the state is a great value. And, you know, I'm, I'm way supportive of Joey. Dave, uh, it's November 1st, and you guys are right in the thick of the Big 12 championship race. Is that something you throw out there to the team and talk about at all, or is that just taboo? Yeah, no, I think it's um, – Getting into a rhythm, I think it's winning the day. You know, I think you know, I think outs anything outside of that, you risk, um, you know, um, thinking about things that you really can't control. And I, you know, it's um, I go back to last week. You know, coming off the the bye, you know, we we really attacked it. There were some days I felt were, hey, you know, everyone's in it, man. Everyone's trying. It just doesn't feel like we're we're there yet, based upon where we were in that two-week stretch, West Virginia, BYU, prior to the bye. And that was about as um, about a good a rhythm as I can remember. Probably go back for me in 2019. And so, um, you know, we did not have that last week. We were trying to get it. I don't think it was any fault of anyone. I think, if anything, it was my fault for, you know, how we – the time off probably we gave for the bye week. And so, you know, it got better as the week went on. But – that feeling of like, hey man, everyone's trying. We're a little bit disconnected. I felt in the first half of the game we just played, and so I, th I think the ability to play um, each, you know, to play each day to its and bring our best, bring our standard. You know, it's crazy how a lot of stuff will come to you if that's the case. Dave, you guys have uh, shut down two really good backs the last couple games. What what's happening there with the run defense? I think the D line. Yeah, you know, I give um, you know Meatball. I give Dennis Johnson a lot of. Uh, a lot of credit. I think it's been it's been a journey for him. And then um, you know, Ron Roberts has done a great job. You know, I've learned so much from Ron and um Ron's kinda of taking you know, it's hard to be um it's probably hard just from you know, it's it's hard to be a defensive coordinator probably when, you know, the head coach is a defensive guy. And so Ron has done that, you know, um has handled all that amazingly. And we're blessed to have both those guys. And they have grinded um, along with uh, our players, you know, just taking on a uh, different job description, man. Change is um, difficult, especially when, you know, you're pass rushing um, to play the run. And now you play the run to get the opportunity to rush the passer. I think that's a big change. There's a lot inherent in, in all that. And uh, the buy-in, the work, the grinding has got it to where, you know, we're winning the last scrimmage.
That is the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. Coach Aranda and the 14th ranked Bears, now 7-1 on the season, 4-1 in Big 12 play, headed to Fort Worth to play TCU this Saturday. It's a 2.30 kickoff on Saturday for the Bears and the Frogs. Our uh, game day live crew is going to make the trip to Fort Worth, so our coverage begins at 10.30 a.m. on Saturday, 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show live from Fort Worth, then a 2.30 kickoff and the game to be televised by Fox this Saturday. Uh, the game broadcast uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we look forward to that. A lot to uh, talk about over the course of the week with Baylor and TCU getting back together. Right now, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Look ahead, share some birthdays with you. Plenty more when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. We're brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Waco football on ESPN Central Texas. The Waco Lions conclude the 2021 season this Thursday night when they travel to Duncanville to take on the Panthers. Our coverage of Waco High football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action just after 7 o'clock. Don't miss Waco and Duncanville. It's this Thursday night at 6.30 here on your home for Waco High football, ESPN Central Texas. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with good feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. There are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Mm-hmm. 
Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. Do appreciate you being with us. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Coach Dave Aranda, Baylor head football coach, uh, as the Bears uh, head to Fort Worth to play TCU coming up this Saturday. The other games in the Big 12 this Saturday, Oklahoma, Baylor's next opponent after TCU, is uh, is off this week. It's the battle, battle for the Sunflower State. K-State plays at Kansas. It's 11 a.m. on FS1. Our game at 2.30, Baylor at TCU. It's on Fox. 2.30, it's 11th-ranked Oklahoma State at West Virginia. How about West Virginia, uh, Aaron, with the win over Iowa State Saturday in Morgantown? Yeah, that was a uh, – well, that was a shock. <laughs> but you knew yeah. that they were talented. I mean, they almost beat Oklahoma and probably should have beaten Oklahoma. Uh, you know, they uh, – They've been they've lost some close games and you know they have talent there, so it was only a matter of time before they beat somebody that they probably that most that people probably thought that they shouldn't, and that happened this weekend. Yeah, big win for them over Iowa State. Now hosting Oklahoma State this Saturday, two thirty, it's on ESPN. Then six thirty on FS one, Texas plays at Iowa State. Uh tough stretch for the Longhorns as they uh, play in Waco and then they play in Ames in back-to-back weeks. You say so that's the Big 12 schedule. You say 6.30? Say, For uh, Texas? Yeah, 6.30 on FS1. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're not going right. to have to They're out of the 11 a.m. window. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That'll really throw their pregame schedule, won't it? <laughs> yeah, what was it, five in a row or six? Five in a row, yeah. It was five in a row that they had played at 11 a.m. So I think they were getting, whether they wanted to or not, getting very accustomed to that 11 a.m. kickoff. <laughs> All right, so that's the Big uh, Big 12 schedule looking ahead to uh, this upcoming weekend. Let me mention this also. I neglected to earlier, but Friday night we had the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor Banquet. And uh, as, as we uh, had talked about going in, it was going to be long. It was the 2020 class and the 2021 class combined. And it was, it, was a, it was a good three hours on Friday evening. But let me just say, it was a good three hours. It was really an outstanding event. So well done by Walter and Tammy and Madison with the Bee Association. Uh, all their planning and hard work, thanks to uh, the families and, and just friends and fans of those who were inducted. And it was a great, great class that went in on Friday night. So I thought, uh, you know, I thought my job emceeing was just to move it along, you know, keep it moving as, as, you know, as crisp as possible. But when you have that many inductees, you want them to have time to thank the people they want to thank and, you know, tell some stories that they want to tell. And so I don't want them to, you know, be cut short. Um, but I think we accomplished all that. And it was just a great, great event. So very well done by uh, the Bee Association board and Walter and Tammy and Madison. Very, very nice event on Friday in the Waco Convention Center. All right. Uh, let me mention some birthdays. Today, we'll get out of here. Matt Mosley is uh, coming in next. Uh, it's Jan Graves' birthday today. Happy birthday to Jan, a uh, big-time, long-time Baylor fan. Michael Bolding's birthday is today. Michael used to work with us in athletics. Um, let's see who else we got here. Looking, looking. Jeff Williams, speaking of TCU, Jeff uh, has done some broadcasting for TCU. Happy birthday to Jeff Williams. Uh, Millie Rollins' birthday is today, wife of uh, Keith Rollins. Happy birthday to Millie. Earl Yamada, he and I were in school together. Happy birthday to Earl in school at Baylor. 
Mm, oh, and the uh, uh, one and only Robbie Rogers' birthday is today. Robbie, the director of photography at Baylor University, a man that is just simply everywhere and does a fantastic job. So happy birthday to uh, Robbie Rogers today. Aaron, anybody to add to that illustrious list? A few. It is a uh, musical birthday today. Uh, Anthony Kiedis, Ke- excuse me, <laughs> Anthony Kiedis, the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, is 59. Uh, not a fan, but, you know, they're a pretty big band, so I have to include them. Mm-hmm. Uh, rapper Willie D of the Ghetto Boys, 55. And drummer Rick Allen of Def Leppard is 58. And you know Rick Allen's story, right? Uh, remind me. He lost an arm in a car crash and then huh. basically figured he figured out how to drum one with just one arm. It's an amazing story of, oh, of perseverance. Wow. It's it's uh it's it's a it's a great story. I mean, you know, to come from uh, a a car wreck where he was badly injured, almost died and lost an arm to come all the way back and figure out a way to still be a professional drummer. And he's still the drummer for Def Def Leppard to this day. It's a great story. What a great story. Hey, that's great. Happy birthday to him. And that's it. That's it. Nobody else. All right. Very good. That's a good list. Huh? No, just those three. There's a couple. And I was like, no, 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 no. Okay. (laughs) 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 nearly made the cut didn't quite make the cut all right so happy birthday to those folks i hope you have a great day if we missed you i do apologize Uh, matt mosley is coming up next aaron what do you guys have in store between four and six this afternoon we will talk with stephen simcox the host of the uh, locked on horn frogs podcast about gary patterson and tcu parting ways yesterday uh, we will also tra- talk with uh, Travis Reuter from Our Daily Bears, and he will break down the Bears' victory over Texas on Saturday, plus Matt's campus, campus confidential. He goes around the country with college football news and much more. Very good. So all that coming up with Matt Mosley and Aaron Sexton. Just keep it right here on the ESPN Central Texas. That is the Matt Mosley Show, 4 to 6, uh, right here. And remember, uh, Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, they get you going in the mornings on game time, 7 to 9 a.m. every weekday morning. And they were uh, they hit the ground running today. On a Monday, they had a packed show and uh, lots of uh, entertaining and informational guests this morning. So keep that in mind every morning from 7 to 9, every weekday morning, let me say that from 7 to 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas, where we'll be back tomorrow at 3, Lord willing. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Good dude. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trade & Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. They offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trade & Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. So recently, a northern transplant in our fair city came in to pick up outfitters for the first time, and he was starstruck. He told us that truck accessories were not needed in Illinois. 
I know. Pick your jaw up off the ground. An entire state full of trucks driving around completely nude. Then he said he saw the light when he moved to Texas and found that in Texas, truck accessories were a necessity. I don't know about a necessity, but Texans have a whole different attitude about their trucks, and they give them their rightful place as a family. 